the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, good afternoon, everyone. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. Right now, it is 106 on this uh, Wednesday afternoon. And we are coming to you from our nation's capital. It is our final hour today. We will be back again uh, tomorrow. More guests lined up. But is uh, without question, folks, uh, the spirit here is just amazing. It is J.D. and D.C. Juan goes to Washington. Hold their feet to the fire. Country is just right now absolute peril with the immigration crisis. As you've been uh, listening to and hearing, Rhode Island is identified as one of the states that the Biden administration has chosen to put a lot of the illegals that are going to be coming into the country. So it is, uh, folks, it is a, a major alarm. Uh, there should be no amnesty for illegals. We need to regain control of the borders. I want to repeat that. We need to regain control once again of our borders and restore successful policies and the catch and release. And we need to build the wall. So we're going to speak with a great American coming up in just a moment. Folks, remember, you can listen online at the website which is petro.com or obviously, if you maybe you're listening on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. Uh, but this portion of the program, and again, Juan in Washington, J.D. goes to D.C. Is uh, In just a moment, we're going to speak with Sheriff A.J. Louderback, Sheriff Jackson County, Texas. Comes to uh, immigration. No one knows more than uh, Sheriff A.J. So... Who uh, can certainly join us right now. He's going to be joining us, folks. But it's brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. You can sit right here, Sheriff. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Give them a call today. They are uh, responsible if you have any type of emergency, oh. anything like that. Uh, R.E. Coogan and Heating. Give them a call. Any type of emergency, 401-732-6562. Folks, you joining us right now, one of the experts. The guy is a great American on the front lines. And our pleasure to welcome back Sheriff A.J. Louderback, Sheriff Jackson County, Texas. Sheriff, welcome to the John DePietro Show. John, thank you. As, as, as always, I appreciate what you do. Uh, your willingness to come here and talk to the American people about a, a, a very destructive policy here in the United States uh, by, the, uh, by the Biden administration. Sheriff, have you ever... Did you ever think we would reach the point we're at right now, which is basically open borders? I, I knew the vision of the of the Biden administration and, and, the, and read about the architects, and I understood the possibilities. I, I didn't uh, I didn't fully realize the the total impact here uh, on the nation and, and how destructive this is to Texas, uh, and so therefore the rest of the nation. So it's it's uh, astounding uh, on what they've been able to accomplish in in just a few short uh, since January of, of uh, twenty. Sheriff, how has life changed in Jackson County? Let's just say last year at this time to now, you know, end of September going into early October. 
Well, there's no comparison there, John. We went from a stable border. We went from a, a strategic border. We went from a border that was under control and operational control. We had so many things that were uh, – uh, the, the, the border situation was solved for the first time in, in many, many years, decades. Uh, which under the Trump administration, and I've been, uh, you know, fighting this since, since uh, the Obama administration. So I've been. This is my third president to go through, um, and even the Obama administration. And, and it's, it's alarming to those of us in professional law enforcement uh, as we see what our Director of Homeland Security has done, uh, because under the as when he was number two in charge under the Obama administration, uh, he had operational control of the border. There were some things that we didn't like under the Obama administration, but it's far different today. And the person uh, that uh, is running Homeland Security today, uh, very few of us have been in this, in, in this issue for a long time. He's unrecognizable. We, we, we don't. Uh, I mean, obviously, he is compromised, and he is he is he knows how to secure the border, but takes his orders directly from the White House, and, and so therefore is incapable of. Uh, of, of honoring, uh, securing this nation and, and performing his duties as a director of Homeland Security. Were you surprised some of his comments, especially uh, over the course of the weekend, where I was very surprised to say, well, this administration doesn't support walls and it's really not chaos at the border. I'm just trying to, what, what intel are they looking at, Sheriff? John, you know your credibility is is something that's to be prized, and, and, and they have lost all credibility by making comments, whether it's the the press secretary from the White House or or our, our director of Homeland Security, uh, Mayorkas. They have no credibility left. I mean, obviously, um, uh, any fourth grader can see that we've got a real problem down here uh, on the southern border. And, and it was caused uh, by these policies and, and the, uh, the vision uh, of the left of an open border situation. And so I, 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 would have to, I would have to go back as, as – and, and this, is, this is Alejandro Mayorkas. He's the head of one of the largest law enforcement, federal law enforcement agencies uh, in the world. That's right. And, and this, is, this is – his title is Director of Homeland Security oh. with the national border of a foreign country. So, so how do you how do you say uh, and not be compromised and, and tell the American public that our border is secure? I mean, that's 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 immediately calls for 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 serious concern when you have a person of this stature here in, in a law as a professional law enforcement person uh, in in this in this field and and make those kind of statements. Folks, again, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show with AM 1380, 99.9 FM. With me right now, folks, one of the greats, A.J. Sheriff, A.J. Lauterbach, Jackson County, Texas. Sheriff, the world saw those images of Haitians trying to cross the Rio Grande. Now, what I saw, many of my friends in law enforcement, uh, some people that I know that involved with horses, you saw Border Patrol. I saw discipline. I saw training. I saw they were... Uh, basically putting into motion effective strategy of deterrent their mission and their assignment was to prevent people from crossing over the border how did that get blown up within they were thrown under the bus by the president i didn't see anyone whipped i didn't see anyone hurt i didn't hear anyone see anyone shot i saw fully dedicated frontline border patrol agents that were utilizing their training with great discipline 
Well, John, there's no question that this administration will never pass up a chance to demean law enforcement in every way right. possible they yep. can. That 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 is not what they're made of. This, these are not the kind of, of, of people who would support law enforcement. The men and women of the Border Patrol and of the Horse Patrol were doing exactly what they were hired to do, and that's protect our national border with a foreign country. Yep. And to make comments uh, of what our president said and, and the way this has been handled with, with Secretary Mayorkas is... is <laughs> You know, it's it's hard to describe what professional law enforcement think of of people who who make these kind of comments that, that, that they will pay. Um, I mean, this is this is uh, stuff that you can't make up uh, by our acting commander in chief. And uh, I mean, let's 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 see what happens with this. But certainly, uh, you have Border Patrol doing what they were trained to do. And and you have this administration who has uh, no concept of, of of being a law and order uh, country and taking care of the of the federal laws protecting our nation. What are your um, the residents of your county? I mean, what what is their reaction to everything that that they're seeing? What do the people of Jackson County say to you? It's it's fear. It's it's concern. It's yeah. they're scared. Uh, when you have someone. Imagine this: it's your, it's two in the morning, and and you hear a loud noise, and your your fence is run through with an F two fifty, and it's loaded with with uh, thirteen illegals, and they jump out on your property oh. and run by your house. Wow! And you tell me how you would react to that. You tell me how how your family and your kids in your home would react to that type of situation. You tell me how you're going to pay for it. There's no insurance for, for broken fences. When you stretch a four-wire, five-wire, barbed-wire fence, that fence is destroyed. Uh, you can patch your fence, but it's never going to be the same fence as when it was built. So when you're looking at $1,000, at, at $2,000, $3,000 worth of, of, of fence to repair, uh, and the aspect of, of do I have someone on my property from a foreign country? Yes. And and uh, you know and, and ask yourself how does that make you feel? I mean mm. how, does that, how is that uh, the famous words of the left? Well, how does that make you feel? Huh. So I mean and that that manifests <laughs> itself as fear, concern, uh, scared. Uh, you know weapons are uh, weapons have become prevalent at this point in time. Personal safety, mm. protection of property. These are all the these are all the emotions that this type of conduct evokes. Sheriff AJ Lauterbeck is our guest. Sheriff, also by having open borders, could you touch on? I mean, all they're allowing to be done is seemingly enabling the cartel when it comes to human trafficking, fentanyl. Open borders means open borders for that type of activity, illegal activity. John, we would have to have a lot more time to talk about how the how the cartel has been empowered, mm. uh, specifically by the by the Biden administration. I mean, these are this is uh, this is a, a whole other segment to the, the problem, uh, and I don't think enough Americans understand the the depth, the strategy, the strength, the efficiency, the resources. The, the capabilities of the cartel in Mexico. 
I mean, these things are, are really are really uh, highlighted. Uh, not enough for the American public to really understand the, the the nature of what we're up against, with with a formidable enemy that that has resources and funding that far outstrip what any local agency or state agency would have at its disposal. You have a united. Uh, um, criminal organization that is very, very good at what they do. Yep. And this is and my administration has played directly into that. I mean, this this is this is uh, the empowerment and rise of the cartels again. Folks, again, my guest on the John DePietro Show, Sheriff A.J. Lauterbacher, Jackson County, Texas. Sheriff, the past couple of years, now last year they didn't have it because of COVID, but I have been there, been here, uh, 2019, 2018. What was it like for you? Uh, I know that President Trump thought very highly of you. He listened to you. Uh, folks like yourself and also <coughs> Sheriff Tom Hodgson. Um, as you look back now, what, what an incredible time that you basically could get an audience and had the ear of the President of the United States. Well, we had a man with character. We had a man with honor. We had a man who cared about Americans. We had a, a, a man who was truly looking out for American interests. That's not the case today. Uh, far from that, and, and and the effect of that, I mean, we see. I mean, it, it is profound. It's 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 foundational. It's um, it it tells you everything you need to know about one of the key concepts and foundational structures of this country. When you will advocate and and implement uh, an open border policy. And these things are so destructive, not only to Texas, but to the entire nation, and has probably world implications about what uh, what we're happening. I mean, it it is it is such a huge issue uh, uh, that it's 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 hard to describe, and I'm I'm not sure that, that enough Americans, and I appreciate you uh, coming here and allowing us to to talk to the American public and your listeners, uh, and and try and inform and advise uh, the damaging aspects of these policies. Well, I was, um, and Sheriff Hodgson was here earlier, but I, I was there 2019. Uh, I was actually the only person from the broadcast, but I was on that south lawn of the White House when uh, all the sheriffs, 100 of you, encompassed the steps and made that great presentation of President Trump. You know, I, I'll just tell you, it, made, it gave me hope that we were on the right path. We had a, a leader that understood and listened to people like yourself on the front lines. I think I have a great photo I'll share with you at some point of you right there with the president. Like that was the type of moment. And I hate to break it to you, but I don't think Biden Harris are having you guys over to the White House today. No, that's uh, that is that is uh, I feel quite sure that that is not going to occur. No, uh, John. Um, Sheriff, before I let you go. Um, when, I'm just curious, when did you start to, when did the people of Jackson County start to really notice that this wasn't like a slight change? This was an onslaught that just started to, like a bum rush coming over the border. Was it immediately in January? Did it take a while to the spring? Or when, when were you first starting to hear from people like... Wow, this it's almost like a storm coming in. I would say very shortly in, in, in the month of January, January 20th, January 21st of, of 2020, uh, when the first when the first policies were were publicized and the first executive orders were done within the week, within two weeks, we were already busier than what we were. Mm. And, and, and 
astute citizens and, and, and great citizens of, of Jackson County and other, and other counties that, that are around Jackson County uh, started contacting me and said, well, it's, it's back on. We're, 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 uh, we're headed down that same road again. And I said, well, I'm, I'm sad to say that it appears so. And I, and I, and I predicted then, I said, this will be far worse than, than uh, what we've ever had to deal with before. Yes. And, and that's all come true. How is, um, before I let you go, how is morale amongst the sheriff and Border Patrol, your estimation? Well, I think the morale between sheriff and Border Patrol is, is tremendous. Okay. Just since, uh, since the last events with, with uh, U.S. Customs and Border Patrol, they, they, uh, it's, a, it's a horror show today. It is. I mean, we, we, have, uh, we have a very fearful situation with, with the uh, President of the United States and especially with the uh, uh, Secretary Mayorkas. Yes. Um, again, final question before I let you go. And again, folks, I've really enjoyed this. Sheriff E.J. Lauterbacher, Jackson County, Texas. His appearance over the weekend, um, I don't know if you caught some of his Sunday television uh, appearances, but I, I, it, it borders on, it's one thing if, if they went on and said, hey, listen, this is our policy. Here's the plan. How's how we're executing it? But I, I heard someone, I, I don't believe Many of the things that were said, I don't think he believes many of the things that were said. It, it's as if, you know, we're at a game. The other team has 41 points. We're sitting there looking at the scoreboard, and the coach is saying, we're still in this thing. Looks like it's like it's a tie game. Like, what, what exactly is he watching? I don't understand that. He's in a very important position. That was an all-timer, don't this, you think? This, uh, this goes back to... Uh I don't the, think he's the, the right guy for that one job. Of the, one of the fundamental issues of, of credibility. Yes. I mean, when you when you say and make comments like that. Yes. In this it's position, not a crisis. Then you need to remove yourself uh, or be removed immediately. Yeah. Uh, and, and here we have as a, as the leader, a law enforcement leader, oh. one of the largest agencies. And I've said this here on, on this show and the many world. others. Uh, you know, I said it on Fox News the other day. Yeah. That that. Uh, uh, he's compromised. Yes. I mean, he, he should remove himself just as a matter of honor. Right. Just as, as a matter of honor and, and saying, listen, I'm not the guy for the job here. I no longer can lie directly to the American public and, and face the American public with these kind of comments and statements. Yeah. How's your governor doing? Doing good. He's yeah. Doing good. I, it's not easy. Texas, you're right there. Yeah, I understand. I, and I'm, you know, I, I applaud uh, Governor Greg Abbott and the and the House and Senate and uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick and, and the Speaker Dave Phelan for for funding three billion dollars huh. to to try and, and shore up and refund uh, counties and law enforcement uh, that, and cities that have been affected by this issue. And these these costs are very real. Uh, so I mean, we picked up our our dead a dead body last week that were dumped, ah. dumped uh, on the road in each county along the, the travel corridors that have had their share of the dead bodies dumped on them along with the chases and the other standard things that we see with uh, with, with human trafficking and, and narcotic smuggling at a, at a huge scale. How many people have been moving into Texas last five years? It's like a half lot. of California has moved, a, a, a <laughs> moved a into lot. Texas. I met, some, I met some good people. I met yeah. some good conservative folks who, who have left, uh, you know, their home California state to, to, to move. And Sheriff, can you believe what's going on on the West Coast, right? <laughs> Shoplifting's allowed, all the encampments. Look out as we're looking at these homeless tents right over there. You didn't see that a couple of years ago. That's all new. Yeah. That's all new. That that's allowed. It's the leadership of the left. Yeah, it's a, it it's is. a hallmark and a symbol. How do you? Of, they love you on Fox. Lack of. How do you like going on Fox? <laughs> yeah, I've always enjoyed going on Fox. Yeah. One last question. Uh, you, you've interacted with President Trump. 
Is there one particular moment that stands out in your mind of being at the White House, in, in individual, or anything that stand out? I'm sure all, listen, anytime you're interacting with the President of the United States, it's incredible, but. Yes, I, you know, I think it was, it was the very first time that, yeah. uh, that I met uh, President Trump. Uh, I was down in uh, McAllen. Oh, okay. And, what uh, year was this? As, as I was allowed to greet him in the back hall at that particular time. Yep. And the, the, the thing that, that was unforgettable uh, about the presence of, of President Trump was that his ability to listen. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't think that uh, the American public ever really saw that that side of, of President Trump, but he would ask a question and listen intently and not interrupt anyone for any reason, and then would wait until you're finished and then ask you the questions that he thought were pertinent and the mm-hmm. points that he wanted to make about what you had said. And so, boy, uh, we miss him. Uh, <laughs> oh man, do we ever? You know, the ever. final thought that picture I have, I have on the phone of you guys that. He was like one of you, you know. He was so enamored that 100 of the sheriffs went over there and had a private gathering with him and kind of honored him. I, I'm, I'm telling you, he, he seemed more comfortable with fe- folks like yourself and Sheriff Tom Hodgson than with Pelosi, Schumer, and AOC. President, and President Trump stood for honor, duty, he did. loyalty, and, yeah. and those things are are. Uh, uh, I'm not here today with no. this administration. No. Sheriff, Sadly. thank you for everything you do. It's great you, to John. see you. Thank I mean you. It. Thank you for coming You're here. You're the real deal. This. You know it. Are you kidding? <laughs> thank you, sir. President Lauterbacker, anytime. <laughs> All right. All right, Sheriff. I'll catch you later on. Folks, again, it's the John DePietro Show. Thanks, Sheriff. Great to see you. Right here, we're going to have our uh, next guest coming up in uh, just a moment. We're going to have uh, Deb Elkins. Angel Mom, who's going to join us in uh, in just a moment. She can come and have a seat right here. Make yourself nice and comfortable. And I'm going to, she's getting comfortable, folks. I'm going to do a whoop, quick commercial and have to do with, remember, uh, J. Perry Paving for all your paving needs. Call them today. Why not get your driveway paved before the snow sets in, whether it's a, refre- a repatch or whatever it may be. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. Call them today for a free quote, 401 401- 732-1730-401-732-1730. It's letter J, J. Perry Paving. You can also find them on Facebook and the website is letter J, J. Perry Paving. Free quote, 401-732-1730. Well, folks, you heard me just uh, mention that some of the angel moms are here. And the person I have is Deb Elkins. And Deb, um, each angel mom has a different story that only they can tell. So what I'd like to do is allow the angel mom, like yourself, to introduce yourself to the listeners and basically explain your story and how you ended up right here at this moment at 128 on this Wednesday. Okay, um, my name is Deborah Elkins. We are from Springfield, Missouri. A, little, a fairly large town in the middle of Missouri, um, the Bible Belt. And we, I moved there about 12 years ago from California because I thought it would be a safer environment for my sons to be raised in. They were in middle school at the time, and uh, we, everything seemed to be fine. And we started seeing changes in the environment in Springfield. And we saw more and more um, people that just didn't fit in showing up. 
one of my sons was involved in the drugs there in Springfield, which has become huge. And he had finally gotten away from that, was in a drug rehab program. And an illegal immigrant was released from Middlesex County in New Jersey in March of 18. He was pending several charges, felonies, um, including suspicion of murder, child abuse, spousal assault. And the Middlesex County jail system is within a sanctuary city, and they opened the door and let my son walk. Uh, I mean, let this man walk. Yes. And between March and October, we have no idea where he was and how much carnage he did. But then when he got down in our area, long story short, some drug dealer convinced this guy that my son was her boo and that he'd done her wrong. And this illegal immigrant, 22 years old at the time, was jealous of my son, said he hated my son. So he came to town representing himself as a tattoo artist. So he did a tattoo on the girl's neck um, on Wednesday of that week, and it said, kill or be killed. And she talked him into killing my son, drove him to my where my son was at. A friend of his from fifth grade set him up and got him to the house, set the phone up on speakerphone so these people could listen outside as my son begged for his life. The guy walked in the house and shot him three times. And then after shooting him three times, he left. My son was still alive. He'd been shot in the torso. He was still alive. The owners of the house came home, and he was sitting on the sofa holding a pillow, begging them to call 911. And while they were trying to do that, the killer came back. And there was an individual standing against the door named Stephen Marler. He shot Stephen through the head once, through the door, killed Stephen instantly and then he pushed the door open walked in and shot my son 26 times oh my goodness and the following day he he and the the girl went back to her house and celebrated um but the following day he shot her six times in the head because she was mourning my son's loss too much folks again it's the john DePietro show and what has life been like for Angel Mom, Deb Elkins, since that day? You know, there's no real way to express it. Some days are harder than others. Events, some events are harder than others. They recently tore down the house he was killed in. Mm. And I never had a chance to go in it and say goodbye properly. Wow, that's um, insensitive. It varied. I hate hearing that. And, and uh, they had told me I could. And then they didn't tell me they were tearing it down. Oh, that's selfish. That was an easy phone call. Easy. City official. Um, But they, the police and the sheriffs in our area were wonderful. Mm. And within days, had him and his whole group rounded up. Um, He is facing five life sentences. We start um, court on March 28th. He is having a bench trial. He's looking at five back to back. And it... I agreed to take the death penalty off the table. I was all for it in the beginning. Hmm. But I've agreed if he would do the five back-to-back with a 35-year sentence each, and if he would agree to a bench trial so I don't have to sit through the jury. Sure. And so we are we are doing that. But, you know, Smart. The, the thing that we have to do as an angel mom, we are the only voice our son has. Yeah. We, as his parents, are the only thing that's going to do anything for him. If we don't speak up, 
people will never know. In my son's situation, even the town we live in doesn't know the whole story yet. Mm. And they think, oh, it's just a drug deal gone bad. He went back to drugs and it was a, no. it's not. It's but a lot more than that. There are, I was checking the statistics in my last break. Since 9-11, there have been over 65,000 deaths at the huh. hand of an illegal immigrant. Wow. And in just the last few years, we're talking between six and 10,000. And these are people that we know are illegal immigrants. Mm. And so this is, and these are the people that are just walking across our borders. Yep. I was going to ask you that. And again, folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. We are live in D.C. My guest, very special guest, Angel Mom, Deb Elkins. Such a unique story, a story of courage, perseverance, strength. What, then what goes through your mind when you see a new president that comes in and basically has an open border and all those people that are just pouring across the border. Well, you know, I grew up on borders. I was born in El Paso, Texas and lived there, was raised in California, living near the border there. I mean, I've been across the border. I've yep. been back. I grew up with the naturalization of citizens. I understand all that. But this is ridiculous. Mm. These people are giving more, given more privileges, more finances, yes. more options. The, the criminal that had killed my son has more privileges than I do in a courtroom. Mm. He has three Mexican consulate people that come and sit and surround me to intimidate me oh, at every hearing. I mean, motion hearings, every hearing. Tell me about your T-shirt. Um, it is a picture of our son. Yeah. We, you know, if, if an angel mom doesn't show her son, her son disappears. Honestly, mm. that's what happens. And we've, we've started, we're starting a foundation. Ours is fairly new because we have waited for the trial to make sure that it was all nailed down. Justice for Josh. Justice for Josh. Yeah. What was it like when President Trump was in office? You know, he, he seemed to draw more attention to angel moms Absolutely. more than anyone else. Absolutely. Right? Um, even the administration before him refused to meet with us. Right. I remember that. And he had compassion. Yes. He had, you know, he was normal. He was a man that understood that we had a crisis in our families mm -hmm. and that we were wounded. We were the wounded souls. Yep. This president... This whole administration, we don't hear from them. Mm. We, they want nothing to do with us. Yep. I can't even get my public officials to oh. me because it's too, I've been told it's too hot a topic. At the Republican convention when the president was nominated, some of the people on stage were yes. angel moms. Yes. One of them was, um, and he was supposed to be here today, but his bro his brother was killed. Oh goodness! And um, his another brother was taken gravely ill this weekend. Oh, so what's he his was name? Not. Jody Smith. Yes. Oh, okay. And he was at I... the inauguration. Yes. Yes. And um, they're all horror stories. You know, you yeah. think. I think, you know, you may look at, listen to my story and say, that is the worst thing I can imagine. But, you know, there are stories and everyone I hear, I think, how did they ever, ever do that? Right. Um, so every story I hear as an angel mom, but if those stories aren't told, I have one news reporter in Springfield that I can trust. Huh. And no news news media. No. The, the executive director of one of our local stations was one of my son's best friends. Oh, my God. And they haven't Can't even it. depend on him. No. Now, what, what is your thought about the Biden-Harris administration, how their approach to illegal immigration? 
It's ridiculous. It's it's a putting, childless idea. Americans at risk. It's a childish idea. Yeah. If people would admit, I, I think people, the people that voted him in are just looking away and thinking, oh, he's going to make it all perfect and everything's right. going to be wonderful. What they don't get is that he is not allowing in little Mary who has a child no. who needs help. No. He's letting in MS-13. Yep. He's letting in. Cartel. Yes, the cartel. Yep. He's letting in. These people are coming across in droves up through Louisiana, up the 65 corridor. They are coming across in droves, and these are not families. No. They are not. The sanctuary city was originally set up to protect people that came across from yep. Mexico that were victims of a crime yes. in Mexico. That's and they right. were for them while they became citizens, while they were working through the process. Now, a sanctuary city is Middlesex County, New Jersey, yes. who opens a door to a felon huh. just because he hasn't been convicted and releases before the ICE detainer expires. Wow. So Think that's, of that. that's the difference in the mentality. What do people, and again, folks, my guest is Angel Mom Deb Elkins. What, what is the part of it that people are not getting, that's not getting through? I'm just curious, when you tell people, is there some part of the equation that seems to surprise them the most? Well, that you're living next door to the very person that did what this person right. did to wow. my son. And I still haven't found a perfect word for him. It's not a person. It's no. not a human. Right. But he has been raised to be like this. Mm. And these people that are coming across our borders have been raised to shoot, kill, and not even think about it. That's right. MS-13 would rather shoot you than anything. And the people and their ignorance. I, I get so frustrated with the ignorance level of people because I was ignorant. I didn't know all about the new sanctuary cities until mm. I was affected by this. Yep. People need to educate themselves. Yes. Because if you're living in a sanctuary state or a sanctuary city... Do you know that they're letting out multi-killers that have killed multiples? Yes. And they're letting the door open and giving them a $5,000 bail? Think of that. Yes. And the drugs. I mean, I've met drug mules that mm. came up through Louisiana. Wow. That, you know, became, and they, she was a U.S. citizen that was recruited oh. by the cartel and MS-13 to carry drugs. Wow. So they're infiltrating even our high school and college kids. Hmm. Well, not only that. But many times they'll also, you know, I've heard the stories, they threaten a family that unless you bring the drugs over, we're going to yes. take out your family. Yes. So, but with the open borders, we've also seen, you know, the cart, not to get off topic, but the cartel, instead of having to rely on people in Chicago, they have, since it's such open border, they can now station their yes. people all over the country much yes. more easily. And I believe so, that's what our killer was supposed to be. Yeah. He was the initial move station into. There. Wow. Folks, again, her name is... Uh, Deb Elkins. Deb, as I said, each angel mom family has their own unique story. Yours is very unique. Um, it's incredible, though, that you found the voice to be able to tell that story. And, you know, you're right, because if you don't tell it, it doesn't get told. So you deserve tremendous credit for having. It's not easy to come here tell that story, relive it. A lot of people would say, I never want to talk about it again, right? Or just exactly. no one bring it up. I've got so, family members. You know, I because of my occupation, I've um, dealt with people who have suffered a tragedy. And it's, it's very difficult when it's in a violent nature like that. And they say, 
you know, it's not lost on them. They go to the grocery store and the neighbor turns their head, wants to pretend they don't see them because exactly. people don't know what to say. Exactly. Right. Um, but but the fact is the story has to be told. Mm -hmm. So and you tell it very well. Thank you. So feel very good about that. Thank you. So thank you for taking the time to talk to us today. You're very welcome. All thank right. You Deb Elkins. Thank you, Deb. Folks, again, it's John DePietro. Right now, it is uh, 141. Thank you again. On this uh, Wednesday, and we're here in our nation's capital, you can go to the website, dipietro.com. We'll be posting various pictures and video. Thank you very much. Justice for Josh. I love it. Thank you, Deb. Um, Aaron Josh Hampton murdered 11-1-18, hand of an illegal alien. Folks, as Cicilline and Alorza would say, oh, you know, just a, a dreamer. That's who took him out. A dreamer. Hardly. Not exactly a dreamer. Hey, I want to um, remind you a couple of reminders before we have our uh, next guest. And I want to remind you, if you would like your best night's sleep, I, I mean ever. I want you to go by the CBD store, 1845 Post Road in Warwick. Talk to Michael, 1845, right off of 95, across from Airport Plaza. And if you're a new customer, everything you purchase is 20% off. And they have everything, and it's all natural, and it's hemp and CBD. So whether you're fighting stress or anxiety or, see, the problem is sometimes I'm out and I'm doing a... You know, Facebook Live somewhere and you're pretty wired and then you have a tough time coming down to sleep. So Michael turned me on to these Delta 8 gummies and they are incredible. And you fall, I fall asleep within 30 minutes. And it's so restful, peaceful sleep. You wake up so refreshed or pain or seizure. You know, they even have these products for pets. If you have an older pet suffering some the pain, maybe in their hind legs, or maybe a dog. Um, one of our listeners went to the CBD store. She got, I'm not exactly sure, but she got something for a dog. He could not climb stairs anymore because of the pain in his poor legs. And then after he got this, he's climbing stairs again. Folks, the CBD store, 1845 Post Road Warwick. Also, look for them on Facebook. So right now, 143, good afternoon. Again, it is Juan. It's John DePietro. And I want to, once again, we're doing this today and tomorrow. More guests set up for tomorrow. Um, as you can tell, folks, I, I really love a lot of these. I mean, especially Sheriff AJ, Sheriff uh, AJ Lauterbacher, and uh, Sheriff Tom Hodgson, and, and everybody has their own story to tell. Um, and then earlier, I did get a photo, get a chance to speak a little bit with uh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Green. And we have that photo on the Facebook page. But uh, Juan goes to Washington, J.D. and D.C. is brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. The Coogan difference. 24-hour emergency service. I know that. I called them the other night. Because our uh, hot, their, um, hot water boiler gave out. Out of nowhere, without warning, boom, no hot water. Little bit of water in the basement, but not a lot. Not a lot. But I called 401-732-6562. It's RE Coogan and Heating. It's Coogs. Gas, oil boilers. Also, helpful, trustworthy, reliable for plumbing, heating, and cooling. Coogie does it all. The guy is a legend. 401-732-6562 for RE 
Coogan, and Heating. All right, let me just um, double check. Folks, again, we'll be doing Facebook Live a little bit later. Um, but it's a beautiful day in Washington, in our nation's capital. Maybe I'll go by and see Congressman Cicilline or Congressman... No, I don't think so. Congressman Langevin. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, let me just uh, put in... Folks, again, there is just such a feeling right now that... I mean, you're hearing it firsthand. This is an open border that we're dealing with. And it's so atrocious. It really is. Um, let's see. I want to just double check some news. Um, how about this? Fox News reports Mexico has been forced to open an Olympic-sized stadium to deal with the flow of migrants to the United States. Yeah, because that sounds like it makes sense. Wow. Folks, the, the, it, it's an open border. And I like the way that was spelled out in that manner. Obama takes a shot at Biden's border crisis. The idea we can have just have open borders is unsustainable. Unsustainable, says President Obama. Maybe that will get them to do something. Um, you know, the... YouTube bans accounts with vaccine misinformation. I, you know, I have less of a problem with that. If people have proper information, then they should be able to back up proper information. That's my thought on it, as a matter of fact. All right, let me just double check some local news. Um, I know that they were having the hearing in court. Nope, no update on that. Hmm. Uh, judge requesting a break, and that's the last I have heard. So, folks, I will uh, continue to check on that. I know that's an important case where they're taking up the vaccine mandate. They're taking up the vaccine mandate, and uh, and that is something that is looming. And and we're going to find out. I mean. Y- one of the airlines fired 585 people. Alorza sues the education commissioner over the Providence School funding. Yes, because that's a good idea. He is just such an idiot. Wow. Judge to consider healthcare workers' lawsuit or vaccine mandate. All right, so that's not going anywhere. Alorza is now suing the education commissioner, saying they withheld $5 million state aid from the city. You know... He he never should have been elected mayor, Mayor Alorza. Um, he was basically put in as as just don't vote for Buddy Cianci. I mean that's really what it came down to. And and now all of a sudden, um, you know he he doesn't know what to do at this point. Let me see this confusion. YouTube CEO claims free speech core value after removing Putin critic videos. <laughs> Is society angrier than ever? Yes. Americans check their smartphones 96 times a day. I think that's, uh, that's a low estimate, as a matter of fact. All right. We are... I want to um, double check because we are waiting for our next guest... And I just want to double check and make sure that I did not 
miss a message or anything like that. Um, yes. Let me just double check, folks. I want to, uh, and, and as I'm doing that, I want to remind you about uh, Pat Elston, Caldwell Banker Realty in Cumberland, 401 474 5253. Pat Elston, give her a call. 20 years' experience, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You can depend on Pat. Hey, as much as people say, boy, the real estate market is true. Now, I don't understand where this guy is. Let me just double check. Okay. Um, still have time. And here we go. Okay. Um, Pat Elston, 401-474-5253, Caldwell Banker Realty, Cumberland, specializes in commercial, residential, commercial, property sales, all of Rhode Island, Massachusetts. You can contact Pat Elston. And also, don't forget, a great meal is waiting for you at Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick. Stop in and see them at the Coesed Inn. Great menu, biggest bar in Rhode Island. They're waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. And you can link right at the website, which is topetro.com. So, folks, uh, again, the, the message that needs to come out today is the fact that there should be no amnesty for illegals. We need to regain, we need to regain control of the border, restore successful policies, mutilateral agreements that were in place when Biden took office, and end that catch and release. They also need to build the wall. Now, my Harkis, DHS said, we don't do that. Biden said we don't do that, but also need to resume enforcement of immigration laws in the interior of the country. Folks, I mean, as you know, one of the best examples, and you heard me ask one of our legal guests, Dale Wilcox, is, is why is someone like a mayor Lorza allowed to run a sanctuary city? He, he's allowing people to break the law, and he also controls police and allows them to break the law. So, folks, we are the last line of defense right here. This is an immigration crisis. And we are here to make sure you understand what's going on. Because let's face it, when's the last time? Let me ask you this at 151 on this Wednesday. When's the last time? That you heard Channel 10 or Channel 12 or the Providence Journal. When's the last time you heard them mention that someone that was arrested was an illegal? Well, the answer is they don't do it anymore. They don't even mention it anymore. Nope. They let it go. They purposely, and as I've told you, law enforcement, I've had law enforcement say, you know, Juan, you're the only one that asked. Now, they ask it in a way of like you're a pain in the behind for asking, but... But why isn't anyone asking about that? Now, I also want to remind you right now at 152, you're listing. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Just another reminder, and you can hear me talk about this, but September is Suicide Awareness Month. 
Suicide Awareness Month. And you know where there is a huge uptick? Men over 50. Men over 50. There's a website now. Mantherapy.org. What is it? Mantherapy.org. There's a 20-point, they call it head inspection. Mantherapy.org. There he is. All right. Right here. All right, folks. Starting to think we were not going to see him. Art Del, is it is it Del Q? Am I pronouncing Cueto. that correctly? Cueto. 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 Okay. Folks, joining us right now, and I have been looking forward to this guest only because you are truly on the front lines. Correct. With Border Patrol. Correct. And thank you for joining us on the John DePietro Show. Thank you for having me. I can was I, can stuck I call in you? Capitol. I Quite thought I right. you. Quite all right. Can I call you Art? Of course. Okay. Yes, by all means. Art, here's what we want to know. You are Border Patrol agent, National Border Patrol Council. Vice President. Spokesperson. Vice President. What has the past month been like for those heroes on the border? It's been horrific since uh, January. January. Since Jan- I'll tell you what, probably since before. Uh, the current administration, President Biden, he set his entire... Uh, campaign uh, based on open borders, and uh, they sure got the message down south and in other countries. Border Patrol has arrested people from 152 different countries. Uh, 152 different, different countries? countries? Yes. I didn't know there were 152 different countries. Uh, trust me, I didn't either until <laughs> I saw the facts. Uh, and and I know a lot of uh, has been said about the 14,000 or so Haitians that were released down by uh, Del Rio, Texas. But I will tell you that that is a small number compared to the 600,000 that have been released from January to now. 600,000? Correct. And over 300,000 gotaways. Those are the individuals that have eluded arrest, have eluded any type of apprehension. And, and even that number, is it's a guesstimate. So it's not really the, the real number. So altogether, you're looking at close to a million individuals that have come in under the Biden administration illegally all the while the ports of entries have been closed so people that try to enter legally can't come in those are the people that enter legally they come they do their shopping they go back south those areas are closed because of covid concerns now there's a new mandate that border patrol agents got to get the covid vaccine or else you may lose your job come on but you got close to a million that they've allowed in the country illegally with not so much as asking them for their hepatitis or measles or any type of other vaccine, much less the COVID vaccine. That's how crazy it is today. Folks, our guest, Border Patrol agent, National Border Patrol Council. Um, When I saw the video of the Border Patrol on horseback, I saw well-disciplined, well-trained individuals who were trained and were executing exactly what they were taught to do, correct? Correct. Correct. And and I'll tell you, uh, I guess, I think the president made a knee-jerk reaction in condemning these agents and saying they're going to pay. But uh, at some point, when uh, you see uh, Secretary Mayorkas, who has a direct line of communication with the president. Yes. And a direct line of communication with the chief of the Border Patrol themselves, he could have made the call and said, right. look, it's within the training manual, it's right. within the training, everything was, and explained that there was no whips used first and foremost, it was, they're called split reins, and what the agent was doing was spinning his reins in front of the horse's face to avoid the horse from stomping over the individual that was standing there. Wow, right? that's what they do. So you spin it in front of the horse, 
in order for the horse to not go that way and scare him and move the horse the other way. Oh, okay. So that's the way. They that's, weren't whipping anybody. No, no, they weren't even whipping the horse. No. They were, they were spinning. And that's the way you're supposed to do it to control okay. the horse. If this agency, and I'm now I'm talking about Border Patrol. Yes. If they, if they would get some good horses for these agents, they wouldn't have to go to those extremes because they, <laughs> they, we get some sorry horses. Oh, yeah? That we have oh, jeez. And that's part of the problem. Those guys did nothing wrong. They did nothing wrong. They wow. should be commended for what they Yes. It was incredible. And what I, I, I just saw Mexico was building an Olympic-sized they're going to use an Olympic-sized stadium to house all the illegals that are in Mexico right well, now? Look at that that's part of the problem, and, and, and I get in trouble when I start talking bad about other countries. But as my dad used to say, if the country we left was better, we never would have left it. Right. That's why we're here. I like that. I, I, I'm an immigrant myself. I come from a family of immigrants that we migrated to the United States legally. Yep. Uh, and I've been, I was born on the border. I've been raised on the border. I grew wow. up on the border. I work on the border, and I'm still living and working on the border today. Huh. Is, would you also say that it's worse now than it was, say, a year ago? It's worse now than it's ever been. Ever been. Ever been, and I'll tell you why. We have, we have leaders in, in different positions now, you know, presidents, congresspeople, some senators, a lot of politicians that uh, they've not only allowed lawlessness, they've invited lawlessness. Yes. When you start telling people that if you enter this country illegally, you're going to be released in the United States and there will be no consequences, what you're doing is not just supporting and condoning the illegals, immigrants that are coming into the United States, but you're also helping the drug cartels. The drug cartels know what they're doing. They're the ones that uh, they, they get money off of these uh, smuggling organizations to oh. bring people in. And they're fully much aware that if they flood one area of the border, They'll distract Border Patrol agents. Now they're having to take care of them and process and do all that other stuff. And now they leave more gaps so they can bring their drugs across. And, and I'll tell you what we're seeing coming through that border. It ain't just marijuana. We're seeing heroin, uh, cocaine, uh, fentanyl. Fentanyl? Plus Tons. human trafficking, right? And plus human trafficking. Just a week ago, uh, they went five straight days down in, in Tucson sector. Five straight days where they intercepted either methamphetamines or fentanyl. One of those days. Do the cartel, do they feel emboldened right now? No, they definitely, they've, they've, not only do they feel em, emboldened, but they feel like they have a, a, an open ticket to do yes. whatever they want. Right. Because e even the threshold when they're arrested, or they're released. All right. I want to thank you for what you do. Appreciate you popping by. Keep up the hard work. Tell all the Border Patrol agents, the John DePietro Show, we stand with them. They did nothing wrong. We're proud of them. and We support them on the border. Thank you so much for giving the opportunity for the agents' voices to be heard. All right. Thank you, Art. Thank you. Folks, again, it's John DePietro. We are going to, uh, coming up, you're going to hear the 2 o'clock news, and then it's going to be the John Dion program. We're back tomorrow at 11. So, in the meantime, remember, visit the uh, website, DePietro.com. We're going to have some uh, pictures and video up from uh, day one. Thank you very much, Art. And then uh, a lot more to come tomorrow. Again, we're in D.C. It's Juan in Washington, J.D. in D.C. Stay tuned. You're going to hear the 2 o'clock news, and then it will be the John Dion program. It's John DePietro in WNRI Woonsocket.